All right. So I conclude the business meeting. I, God, I hope so. You know what? I we've gotten feedback though about how everybody loves the business meeting. We should we should have recorded that whole thing. All right, you you ready to go? Sure. Levels, 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 levels. I should have brought this up in the business meeting. I've got a great idea that can get us lots of attention for the podcast. Okay. Hey, that sounds great. I mean, we could we could use always use more listeners. What are you thinking? Uh, we've we're going to fight. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, you and me. Uh, I'm thinking cage match. Okay. A, no, and two. What are you talking about? Well, haven't you seen all of the coverage about Elon and Zuckerberg fighting? They're, they're massive, massive publicity for that. I think if we do the same thing, we could be famous too. Okay, look, I, I want to see both of them punched repeatedly as much as anybody, but I, I think the fight is getting massive publicity because they're both already famous. They aren't becoming famous because of the fight. This is that whole correlation doesn't equal causation and all. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I think I kind of had the cart before the horse there. Yeah. All right, well, you know what? I mean, keep bringing the ideas. Love that. But I'm, but I'm also glad that we we sorted this one out. Yeah, I guess. I still want to hit somebody though. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Hi, toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd, weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure and fighting is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. How are you? Not not too bad. Um, Preston had so much fun with the recording last week that uh, he decided that he was going to fall asleep on my lap before recording this show as well. So... Uh, yes, he's, he's taking full advantage of the, of the studio, a naming rights. Well, you know, we're just building that listener base one, one set of ears at a time. I'm going to pause. I don't know if you saw my message. You are really hot. You're clipping everywhere. Thank you. Oh, that's not what you mean. (laughs) Jeez. Uh, I wonder what's going on. Okay, so what if I back that back down? Is that a little better? Yes. It looks better on the screen. It looks better on the screen. There was just big, almost big squares every time you were talking. I was oh, like, that's bad. That's going to be a problem. Yeah, that's going to be I mean, be we, we say levels, levels. We should use the levels, levels. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I'm 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 now less hot than I used to be. <laughs> Aren't we all? Okay. <laughs> As if we ever were. <laughs> I think we may have found the YouTube segment for the week. Ah, <laughs> oh, yep, that was the high point. Thanks for driving everyone. Tip the waitresses. Okay. Mm, all right, where are we at? Okay. Uh yeah. Oh, Should by we- the way, follow just a quick follow up from the cold open. I I, yeah. I came up with that I came up with that cold open this morning, uh, and then this afternoon I was I was told that it's entirely possible that Elon and Zuckerberg aren't going to fight because Elon's mom won't let him. 
So um, anyway, I, I I don't I don't even I don't even know what that means, and I don't want to talk about them anymore. But uh, but seriously, seriously, like you know, pay per view, whatever. Like as long as they, if they could both lose, like if they could, like if you could tell me they were both going to lose, <laughs> ooh, I, that might be I, worth that might be worth some money. <laughs> yeah, I'd be on board with that. All right. What do we have for uh, feedback, follow-up, and updates? Amy got caught up. Okay. We did a time travel joke where we paused and waited for our future selves to show up. When you say we. (laughs) You were in the room. I mean, I I was there and I was giving you space to work with. I was letting you. (laughs) But yeah. On our podcast, there was a time travel joke. Yes, I will. I will. I will stipulate that, Your Honor. <laughs> two two items there. One, yes. that joke never works until it does when the time travelers show up. <laughs> Should we wait again? No, let's not wait again. Nope. Option uh, and feedback item two. There's this rip in the space time continuum. Yep. In the other multiverse, do they have the G in the space? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, in the multiverse, there's one that has the G but no space. There's one that has the space but no G. I mean, it boggles the mind of the options. One of them has an apostrophe. Yes. Yeah. One of them is probably talking to Dwayne. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And yep. and two of them are talking to Eli. <laughs> Thanks, Eli. And and according and according to some of the to Spider-Man movies, there there's it's entirely possible that there's at least one multiverse where both of us are pigs. Literal pigs that can talk and do podcasting. At least that's according to the Spider-Man documentary I've seen. <laughs> have you have you listened to some of our podcasts where we are pigs? let's see uh the sherry's porta potty story got multiple audible laughs about (laughs) the guy leaping out leaping up i guess in the porta potty and chucking his phone out of the porta potty (laughs) oh my god it makes me cry just thinking about it uh thanks again i i was i was surprised at that point that neither one of us didn't just say hey free phone (laughs) <laughs> i mean that is a jack handy reference <laughs> and food truckers are stupid but i'll have more on that later okay i'm not sure they're called food truckers but i'm sure I t- that that didn't sound right but whatever that's ten, she, ten, oh. four, ten four good money keep looking out for the smokies <laughs> The little smokies. Do you have you seen them? Yeah, I'm missing them. <laughs> and she also wanted to know who actually originally said "Great Food Truck Drag Race" because she listened to the snippet that I tacked on at the end of last week. Yes, and it was never uttered during that time. It wasn't. We said it the following week in follow-up. Got it. Yes. 
as I remember it, without having to go back and listen, I believe you were the one that coined. I I believe it was you. I I, th- I think that that's that's hundred percent. That's a that's a Dwayne joint, as it were. And not I I I think you're probably right. I don't remember exactly, and I'd also need to hold on. The other request we had, we didn't put a footnote in when we were talking about the great food truck drag race. That was episode fifty six. Mm. If you want to go back and listen to the original, and then the follow up in episode fifty seven. There we go. That's there you go. Going, going down as one of the classics. Yeah. <laughs> so there was that. Uh, how about you? Did you catch some feedback? Lisa's been traveling a lot. I actually just talked with her about an hour ago, and she she still hasn't even listened to her episode, let alone the subsequent ones, because she's 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 been um, traveling, and apparently uh, she has better things to do on the plane than listen to us. So she she's she's got. I'm sure at some point there will be a, a significant amount of feedback, but at this point, no. I, which which Canadian province is she stranded on the way to right now? I, I think she spent ten hours trying to get somewhere this week. Uh oh, she spent much more than ten hours. Yeah, she's 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 far she's she's almost as far east as you can go. So so she's she's three hours. And still be in North America. Yeah. And actually, she could go further. I mean, she could go further east, but she's about as far east as you can go. She's she's in a time zone past the eastern time zone. She's in the Atlantic time zone. Yes. Yeah. Oh. So. so I've got I've got people that I work with that are Atlantic time zone. So then I have to account for Atlantic to Hawaii when I'm trying to schedule meetings, which is very difficult. <laughs> it's. I've got like a 30 minute window that I can schedule them and not imp- <laughs> and not create problems for two different people on opposite sides of the globe. Basically Sarah Judson Brown toddler, negative 18 yep. who I want to remind you lives in Minnesota. Yes. She's requested more hockey content. Okay. I think that's the first time we've ever received that, but we'll, we'll take note of it. It's also the first the- time we've, Provided NH- hockey content. Well, that's true. The NHL draft is tonight. Do you want to break down uh, Connor Bedard or uh, going Better. first to the Blackhawks? Any- no. All right. Never mind. No. Please, actually, don't. Let's watch the draft. I've got a great idea. Let's watch the draft and record the content. That would be awesome. Who's this guy? When did when did they get a team? <laughs> You know, you move a hockey team out of Winnipeg. Jets. Yeah. No, those are some impressive statistics. Do you know what any of them mean? I have no idea. idea. But but those are big numbers. And I think big numbers are good. (laughs) Because it's not golf. Stellar stellar commentating there, guys. Danny, my uh, financial advisor, and the guy who suggested I sit on a board, Yes. I get this text this week. I made the podcast (laughs) in all caps with seven exclamation points. And then, so he was on, he was on a client trip driving had a lot of windshield time. So he caught up Danny. We've, you may not be aware of this, but we've been warned that talking to Todd is not bingeable. We should probably put that on the downloads. 
before you. <sighs> but he did get all the way caught up. Uh, he can never eat from a hot dog food truck again. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> it's because we're professionals. <laughs> also, he requested a number. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yep. We started out, he said, because I'm also 12, I'd like to be 1069. Because he's also twelve, and I said, "Well, I, I you're my financial advisor. I thought you'd be Tobler four hundred one k." So, thank you, Danny. Welcome to the Toddler. Uh, do we have a name for? I don't know the Toddlers. Welcome the to toddlers. the Toddler. Yeah, welcome to the Toddler Nation. Toddler four hundred one k. There you go. Did you hear anything from Don? No, I have not. Have Toddler not, uh, 1914? No. Yeah, I have not spoken. Haven't run into him uh, out in the morning while he's out walking Wrigley. So, nope, no okay. feedback yet there. Okay. Uh, and then the idiot toddlers, Doug texted me two different items. How many of those incidents, pee, poop, or puke, how many of each of those incidents do you think had to take place individually before they printed the sticker to go in the cab? Or do you think it was an evolving thing that they slowly added as it got through? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, good question, Doug. I mean, the original one, anybody who pukes in the cab, $200. That happens a couple of times, you print it up. And then you're like, what is it? Oh my God. And it goes, I didn't, I didn't puke. Okay. All right. All right. Fine. Add it to the sign. P or puke. Okay. There we go. Fine. Yes. And then, and then somebody's like, oh boy. Sorry. Follow the sign. Yep. Yeah. The, the only thing that makes me think that that isn't what happened is if that is what happened when I printed the sticker slash sign, I would have left an entire, I would have left a row or two blank below all of the things that you can be fined for to make it much easier to add to later. Cause at that point you're like, I'm not printing another one of these signs. Okay. I'm just going to, I'm just going to get a Sharpie and I'm going to start writing crap down. Right. Just Sharpie it in there. That's right. Yep. What, what could possibly go on the sign? I don't want to know. And I don't want to think about it, but I want to be prepared. This is a New Orleans cab. Are you insane? Doug also accused me of planting the hockey question. He thought the entire thing was manufactured because because you got it right. Okay. Doug, all you have is our word on it. He, He did not tell me anything about it ahead of time, nor was there in the rundown... I mean, the rundown from last week said brothers hold record. He didn't. Here's here's yeah, the thing. It's not like two weeks ago where I wrote out the answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. In the rundown. And the only way I can prove this, Doug, is think about it. What you're accusing Dwayne of is planting a question to make me look good on this podcast. 
when has any of that ever happened? And what would be his motivation for given some of the crappy stuff I've made him guess? Why? Why would he set up a softball question to make me look good? You know, that's we don't do that around here. No, no. I mean, you know, we we set up we set up the cold open, right? Yep. That's about where we set things up, and then the rest of it can be kind of a free for all. Yeah, we're good for about three minutes of writing a week. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. And there's people, and there's people that are going. It takes you three minutes to write that. <laughs> well, gotta fire, gotta fire up Google Docs. That takes a while. <laughs> what do you do for the other hundred and twenty seconds? <laughs> well, you know, the the last two weeks. You've done ninety eight percent of the work. Oh, <clears throat> uh, did you catch any other feedback? Nope, did not. Okay, uh, no corrections. Clean show. Apparently, and we'll get to that. <clears throat> oh, oh, okay. Actually, you know what? Since since Doug brought it up, yeah. Do you want to play it? Um, actually. I'm not a hundred percent positive if this is an actual correction or not. I tried to determine whether it was or not. And I, I spent five minutes and said, well, that's enough. I don't care. However, you said something last week <laughs> in the hockey segment, you said something last week that, uh, that, that, that Kyle or whoever Brent Brent, Gretzky. Yes. You said he had four points. And I thought, are we talking goals or are we talking points? Because in hockey, you get goal, you get a point, you get one point for every goal. You can also get a point for an assist, and they can give up to two assists on a single goal. So I tried to find out what the record for brothers in the NHL for goals are, and everybody came back with the exact same article, which is Wayne and Brent hold the record for most points by brothers. Right. Not goals. No. They may hold the goals thing too, but nobody nobody cares about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing that's correct. Guess Goals? Yes, I'm guessing it is also correct for goals. Though, didn't the Lemieux brothers both play, and were, and both of them played more than Brent? Almost everybody played more than Brent. But That's fair. That's fair. The other thing, and now here's where we get it. Here's <laughs> you're welcome, Sarah. More hockey content. Seventy-five percent of hockey uh, NHL hockey mascots have more ice time than Brent. Okay, the one thing in, in looking up all this, though, I, this was just a follow-up. If you say, if you talk about NHL points, and you say, what what's the record for points by brothers, and open it up, the Gretzky's are number two on the list of most points by brothers. Thanks, Eli. Yes. The Sutter family had six brothers. Oh, yeah, that, that, you know. Um, actually. Yes. Here's, here's the wild thing. Not, not Mitch Williams. Here's the interesting thing for Sarah. (laughs) 
Just there you go, Amy. Here's the wild thing. <laughs> Holds up a picture. <laughs> the Sorry. the the so Wayne and Brent had two thousand eight hundred and fifty seven points, with Brent putting in. Oh, that was Wayne, and Brent had his four. So they were at, uh, you know, just under 2,900, 2,000 and yeah. The six Sutter brothers together had 2,934 points. The six of them are only 73 points ahead of the Gretzkys. And no combination of any five of the Sutter brothers combined have more points than Gretzky, than Wayne by himself. Yeah. Seriously, Brent, if you could have if you could have just contributed a little bit more, we could have had anyway. Right. Or, so there you go. Or if Wayne had played another season. Yeah, sure. You know what? Just keep playing, Wayne. <laughs> LA's nice, see? Either of those two things would have solved that. Yeah. So anyway, uh yeah, there was there was the hockey follow-up. Let's see. Oh, we've got quite a bit of follow-up. Uh what oh, you've got something? Uh yeah, I said last week. When we were talking about the e-bike at Costco, yeah, I said fifteen hundred dollars. I don't know that I'm really ready to drop fifteen hundred dollars a pop on an e-bike. Yes. So we went to Peoria over the weekend, and Lucas needed to go to Costco to get some stuff. And so I'm walking through Costco, and they had this e-bike. I'm like, oh, I should actually look at it in person rather than just look at it on the internet. But, you know, it's marked down to $1,000. Sweet. So while I may not be ready to drop $1,500 on an (laughs) e-bike, I am apparently ready to drop $1,000 on an (laughs) e-bike because it came home with us. Holy crap. (laughs) And when I'm done riding it on the 82 mile day it it will become amy's e-bike and i will go back to the uh 40 year old panasonic that i'm riding and and i'm which i'm perfectly happy with and can get along fine with because on a 10 or 12 or 15 mile ride i can do the panasonic without thinking much about it but on an 82 mile day amy said you know i would feel better if you had, you know, a little more juice. And so I'm going to get some time in on the e-bike. I'll let you know how that turns out. We'll see. You're looking at me like I'm cheating. No, no, dirty, dirty. dirty (laughs) Go ahead. No, I, Okay, so we're jumping ahead a little bit to uh, ToddCon 2. Hot damn updates. And then we'll jump back to follow-up. So so I've had to... I think last week I said I had to go replace one of the rims on my bike. Yeah. It was supposed to be in today. Uh, I got a text today due to supply chain issues. It will be here on the 8th of July. So the road bike isn't in great shape, and neither am I right now. And I've been a little concerned about like getting mileage in and everything else. And I know that, you know, based off of our training, you know, you've been a little concerned. I've been a little concerned. I see that we're handling this in two different ways. 
me, I'm thinking I better look at the calendar and start figuring out how I can get a lot more mileage in, even on my even on my uh, non road bike, because this is coming up quick. And you look at this and go, "This is a problem money can solve." <laughs> <laughs> Yep. And I will, I will say uh, Danny and I were texting back and forth about it because he's like, you guys seem really concerned about this. This is just a series of 10 mile rides. Yes. Hydrate. Yes. Break at the towns, take some time in between and go do another 10 mile ride. This is not a big deal. Go get a hundred miles in before the, before the week you're only doing, are you doing the whole week? No, no, no. We're only doing two days. Oh, get a hundred miles in before the week. You'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, and uh, here's the other thing. I mean, neither of us is in horrible shape, right? You work out all the time. I work out. I golf. <laughs> and run in the winter. And run in the winter. 94 feet at a time. <laughs> 99. Well, yeah, you're right. It's like 54 feet because I'm running from C to C or sometimes <laughs> from the end line to half court. Yeah, it's it's like 54 feet. Rarely, occasionally I'll run 90, but not very often. Yeah, you're right. Uh, neither of us is in terror. I just passed a stress test. Have you ever done a stress test? I record this live every week. <laughs> Have we talked about this? Have we talked about a treadmill stress test? We did, but that was, that was off air. Oh, okay. Yes. So you're okay. I had to do a toddlers. I had to do a treadmill stress test uh, because my doctor wanted to know, you know, how I was holding up now that I'm, you know, in my mid fifties and I am, I am happy to report, I am in the 98th percentile of men my age on the treadmill stress test. And the only reason I was only in the 98th percentile we was because I, my, my knee, I injured my knee in a backyard volleyball thing over Memorial Day weekend with my nephew who just graduated from high school and four of his just graduated from high school football playing friends and me and my almost brother-in-law Todd in my flip-flops. I'm in the backyard playing this pseudo volleyball thing and I'm jumping up and down and jumping up and down. And Amy is sitting over in the corner thinking, huh? Wow. Old guy. Maybe that's not such a good idea. My knee is still kind of injured. <laughs> And that's the reason I didn't I didn't end up higher than ninety eight percent. Anyway, oh hey look, I was doing ninety eight percent of the work there too. There you go. <laughs> there you go. It is to be expected. Sorry, it's total uh, tangent there. Where were we? Oh, don't worry. That was a tangent to a tangent. I don't. It was. This oh is where God. I wish I would have paid more attention in math class because I'm assuming that there's a word for a tangent to a tangent, and I would have loved to have dropped it right now, but I have no. I, yeah, no, it's not. It's not an Eli. No, that's not it. It's okay. not an Eli. Okay. Okay. All right. We got. I think we got a few more pieces of follow up here. Let's see. Okay. You we at one point you talked about going to Daily Plaza. <laughs> 
and that you took a class in political assassinations and all of that. And you, and you go to you go to Daily Plaza. Um, actually, Daily Plaza. Daily, whatever. Sure. Okay. Daily yeah. is the Chicago mayor. Oh, yeah. Daily is the plaza in Dallas. Thank go you. ahead. Thank you. Anyway, I was listening to a different podcast and they were re- referencing something and they're like, look, you have to go see it to believe it. And then the person says, it's like you read all the things about it must have taken an amazing shot around JFK. And then you go to Dealey Plaza and you go, oh, he was right there. Yeah, that all makes sense. <laughs> and I was like, we once again, talking to Todd on the, on the front edge of covering this stuff. Speaking of daily. You have an update about NASCAR in Chicago? Yeah, that's happening this weekend. People are still, still not happy. NASCAR rented, we talked about this a little bit. NASCAR rented all of Grant Park for like two weeks for $500,000. Yes. Did you know that when Lollapalooza takes over Grant Park, for a single weekend, they pay $2 million. Yeah. Yeah. But Chicago's also getting a dollar per ticket. So that's not nothing. They're business partners with NASCAR. They are losing their shirt. Which, you know, on the lakefront in Chicago, seems about in- right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's this weekend. And... For anybody that was thinking about going to Taste of Chicago this weekend, no, you're not. I was going to say, the people who are really, really mad about it aren't the people who are mad about it now and know about it. The people who are really mad about it are the people who are going to go there this weekend and show up and they're in the middle of a pit stall (laughs) going, where where do I get my brat? (laughs) Why is Taste of Chicago bush light? Does that come straight from the river? Anyway, let's see. Uh, A couple of other pieces of quick follow-up. We mentioned last week, and we mentioned and then referenced the using your Apple Watch to uh, as a shutter release for your iPhone, and we had had fun with that. Yes, we did. Some of us had more fun than others. Yes. Yeah. So this week while Lisa was gone, I was going back through some photos that I took on one of our trips to England, and... I had done some uh, some long exposure shots on Tower Bridge to kind of get light trails. Huh. And I've done this before with a big camera. And in this trip, I only had my iPhone with me. So I was using, I'd used my iPhone and it, uh, anyway. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, oh yeah, I remember taking those. And then this is what popped in my head. And in order to take those, because I wanted this low angle to look up at the look up at the tower and get the light trails and the, and the angle, the swooping angle of the, anyway, the phone was down almost on the curb on a tripod. And for a half an hour, I stood there with my watch taking photos (laughs) using my watch. I'm like, see, I did know that I I did. I took, I took like a hundred photos with that. (laughs) You do know how to use it. I do. I'm smart. I know how to use Apple stuff. (laughs) And last bit of follow-up, we had talked about, we talked about Disney shutting down the, shutting down their really expensive, the Star Cruiser hotel experience. Ah, yes. The, yes. The one that cost you a small fortune. 
yeah, for a couple, it was five or six thousand dollars for a two night stay. It there's lots of questions about what's going to happen with it, and Disney Parks Chairman Josh Demaro has made some comments. And what is interesting is, depending on which audience, his answer it doesn't change, but he he knows the audience. In an interview with, I believe a a fan site or a at a conference for fans when asked about it he stated that quote something will happen with it well that makes sense cuz i mean even if they don't do anything entropy eventually will tear it down so something will happen but anyway so some fan sites have said oh oh they're going to do something with it mhm meanwhile um when he was at the 2023 JP Morgan Global Technology Media and Communications Conference, which is mostly for like Wall Street and investor types, he said, in both Q3 and Q4, as we accelerate depreciation on the Star Cruiser, we should expect about a 100 to 150 million acceleration in depreciation. He then had to clarify that that was per quarter and that Walt Disney World expects to take a loss of between 200 and 300 million between now and the end of the fiscal year. Okay, wait, what? So we'll do something with it. Sure, don't worry about it. But to investors, oh, we're going to write that thing off as a loss. Now, those aren't mutually exclusive, but if you're accelerating depreciation on an asset that and then turn around and do something with it, I'm sure Disney has plenty of accountants and some really good lawyers because <laughs> you're... You're kind of not allowed to do anyway. Uh, good on him. Yeah. Hey, who's our audience? What story am I telling? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about it. So, uh, way to go, Disney. They they know how to do storytelling. <laughs> I came in like a wrecking ball. <laughs> oh. No. Good news is we're not going to get we're not going to get a takedown notice for that. <laughs> nope. Told him not supposed to sing. That was singing. That's I think it. you're well, fine. <laughs> it was. It was not. That's very. That's that's fair. Skip. 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 Oh Lord. That's right. That sound means it's time for America's favorite game. It's Dwayne, guess a number. Okay, hit me. All right. <clears throat> we just talked about Disney closing the Star Cruiser because it was $6,000 for two nights for a couple. And you pointed out when we talked about that a couple of weeks ago that there's only so many really rich Disney fans who want to do that multiple times. Right. Disney heard you and said, that was our problem. And they fixed it. So they announced they announced Disney Parks Around the World trip. Available for 75 guests. It is a 24-day trip going to nine cities and six countries. The it's going to start on July 9th in Anaheim, then go to San Francisco, Tokyo, Shanghai, Hong Kong, Agra, Cairo, and Paris before finishing in Orlando on August 1st. 
At each location, Disney promises access to extraordinary opportunities not available to the public, like getting into the parks before it opens. Exclusive tours of Disney studio offices and the opportunity to skip lines. Also included on the agenda are stops at three architectural wonders of the world, the Taj Mahal, the Grand Pyramids of Giza, and the Eiffel Tower. Um, In order to get there effectively, this article says they're traveling by private jet. It is not a private jet. They are chartering a 757 from Iceland Air. It doesn't say whether it's a 200 or a 300 or how many rafts are on board. So they should probably, I need to follow up on that. The 757 (laughs) will have a dedicated flight crew. Well, I should hope so, because otherwise it's just volunteers. Hey, who wants to do the drink cart this time? It has an in-flight chef. That's the guy who's heating the burritos up in the microwave. (laughs) Three dedicated staff members. (laughs) Yeah. And a traveling physician who probably has no... No openings on on her schedule for the month of July. She's traveling, but you can't get into her because it's already she's already booked anyway. And because they're traveling again, it says on a private jet, it's a chartered jet. They can fly into smaller airports and then do direct flights. Okay. And in order to do this, there was an order of how you could even sign up. You basically like for really rich people, there's almost like Disney points. Like you had to have gone on exclusive Disney trips beforehand to get access to it first, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, with all of that, it's a 24-day flight going around the world, chartered Iceland Air 757. Dwayne, how much does it cost per person to take that trip? All-inclusive? I mean, as I guess, I don't know. I mean, Disney's nickeling and diming everybody at this point. I, I would. There's part of me that just goes, "I bet you, if you look, park admission is not included because you know they're just cheapskates." We'll say it's all inclusive, and if it helps, again, the Star Cruiser for a couple for two nights was six thousand. So that's that's three thousand dollars a person. For so two that's nights. fifteen. $1,500 per person per, per night. night. And this is a 24-day trip, if if it helps you to think about it in terms of how much per day. Since you're coaching me in that direction, my guess is that advice is almost worthless. Oh, I, I would consider it exceptionally worthless, but yes. I was... You looked puzzled, so I was filling the air. I was, just, with, I was, I was trying talking to, yes, while you were as I was doing trying math to do math in, in my head. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 24 days, let's say $73,000 a person. Oh. A little less than $3,000 a day. If you're traveling as a pair, it is $115,000 per person. I thought I guessed an excessively (laughs) insane number at 73 grand. Oh my word. And you went way under. Yeah. That comes to $4,790 a day for 24 days. That is if you are traveling as a pair. If you are traveling as a single, you pay the $115,000 and then you have an additional $11,500 on top of that as the single surcharge. 
but and that's you know. that's okay because you're saving money by living in your mom's basement. <laughs> wow. And and being a good Disney experience, children under 12 aren't permitted. Although the recommendation the recommended age is 14 or older. My thought is at $115,000 per person. I don't Hey, can you can I bring my 8-year-old? Do you want to at that price? Anyway, so there, there you go. So the problem with the Star Cruiser wasn't that it was too, it was too expensive. It was that it's too cheap. <laughs> Clearly, yes. I wonder, does it say anything about whether or not it's already sold out? Well, I mean, it leaves July 9th. so I'm assuming it. I'm assuming it is. Do you need me to send you the URL in case you wanna, you wanna jump? I mean, in theory, if you did the podcast from it, you could probably write it off. Now, that is also, you could also probably write off your marriage too if you did that. So it's, hey, hey, Amy, I know I just bought the electric bike, but can I also? As I'm wheeling the bike out of Costco, I looked at Amy and said, you know what? I can write this off. And Lucas, who's with us, says, wait, you can what? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So no bell there. Okay. Nope. Yeah, not close. Nope. nope. Not close enough. Nowhere near. Nope. 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 Oh, sweet Lord. Let's see. How about the Scott Frost Memorial Idiot of the Week? I, for, for my part, last week when I said I brought two, I'm slowly ramping my way back up to three. Yes. Amy said, no, you're not. <laughs> so, so, so this week I brought none to, to, to balance out my average again. Mm. So uh, this segment is all yours. Whoever your nomination is, is the Scott Frost nomin is the <laughs> Scott Frost idiot. So please. Okay. So, so I, this one was either going to be in what I learned or it was going to be an idiots. And this thing, this is, this is insane. So, you know how we talked about, Hey, by the way, you know, this is, this is from the wall street journal and it opens with like many people, Kim Hae Young struggled with turning the big five. Oh, unfortunately she'll have to do it twice. Hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. I'll read. I mean, that's, that's how you write an opening paragraph. So, I believe today, South Korea, the entire country, is changing the way they calculate people's ages. Now you think, what do you mean changing the way they calculate people's ages? They are adopting what most other countries do. Is there another way? Yes. Yes, there is. Up until this change, the way your age is calculated in South Korea is that when you are born, you are automatically one years old as soon as you're born. And everyone, everyone gains a year on January 1st. So if you were born on December 31st, you turn two 
on New Year's Day because you were one when you were born. And on the second day of your life, you are now two years old. So the new law is going to switch everyone to the international age standard, which starts people at zero on the day they're born. So, so the person who they started, she's going to turn 50 again in 2024. So it says getting older based on calendar years rather than birth dates is a remnant of an ancient culture in East Asian countries, which generally considered time spent in the womb as part of age. China and Japan shifted years ago. And South Korean President uh, Yoon Suk-yeol, uh, who took office last year, vowed to do the same on the campaign trail. Can you imagine? Vote for me for president so we can all get younger. Oh, that's just a politician. No, I'm serious. <laughs> so anyway, everybody in uh, everybody in Korea is getting younger effectively <laughs> effective today. The I understand it's culture. There's a lot to it. But what? <laughs> I remember when Lucas was playing like U8 and U10 and U12 soccer. And if you were born before August 1st, you played at one level. And you're if you were born after August 1st, you played at the different level. So every time, every time the team moved up a level they were playing some of the kids that moved up with them but other kids who were like a year and a half older yeah and in the first year that they moved up they got the crap kicked out of them <laughs> every time particularly one year where we went and played winter soccer at soccer house and these were all u12 kids right they're u12 after the match, one of the kids on the opposing team walked out of the building and got in his car and drove away. <laughs> <laughs> that may not be with the league's record keeping. That may not be a problem with the league's record keeping. <laughs> that may not. Nah, you know what? Never mind. Technically, he was U12 at some point. So some, were, some somewhere he so, was U twelve. <laughs> I, I, I suppose so were we. Yeah, yes, that's true. Some weeks were still U twelve. <laughs> okay, so there and, is that. Uh, you watch anything good? The bear came back. Um, we watched. We we generally when shows come out, we we try not to like go all the way through them, like one or two episodes. I think it's entirely possible we could watch the entire season in one sitting. We watched two episodes the first night on Saturday. I think two episodes on Sunday night. So we got the first four in. Uh, boy, it's just a it's a it's a good show. It's it's a really good show. And no spoilers. I. We we might talk about this offline. Season two started feeling to me like kind of what Ted Lasso was doing with it doesn't all it this is an ensemble cast and you can tell stories about the ensemble. It doesn't have to be just about one person, which is right. which is also a very interesting uh, interesting way of doing it. So anyway, that's uh, that's what we're watching. Is there mold in the building? <laughs> There might be. Somebody should check that out. 
Look, if there was mold in the building, when I hit this, it would just come crashing down. If you're not watching the bear, you should watch the bear. It's really good. So we're watching the bear. Don't call, also- don't call mom. Don't, don't call mom. Don't call mom. <laughs> I'd call mom. Did you call mom? Uh, we're also watching the great food truck race. Yeah. Which we which we did not watch. We did not watch this week's episode yet. So okay. Yeah. Last week you talked about how they just stay in Los Angeles. Yes. They know they're going to be in Los Angeles. Yes. As we're watching, Amy, will you people do some friggin' research? (laughs) How do you not? You're driving around looking for a, how do you not know where (laughs) you think you're going? There, there are no rules. About, I mean, you're not just confined to this three block area. You can go anywhere you want to. How are you just seriously, people? These are the worst prepared food truckers in the planet. <laughs> and it drives Amy crazy every week. They pull up, they look down. Oh my God, we're in a we're in a loading zone. <laughs> well, I guess we're gonna roll the dice. <laughs> Seriously? And you know what the producers are thinking? That's the exact. Here's here's what was music to their ears. Here's what they heard. Blah, 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 blah. Amy watches every week. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> also, also, if you're married or in a relationship, you should not open a food truck together. That's that's another thing that I learned this week. It's not that's recommended. In, that's interesting advice because there is a uh, there's a used car lot uh, about two miles from the undis- uh, mile from the undisclosed location. We have to drive past most days, and uh, they've they've had a food truck for sale for at least a year. And we drive past, and Lisa's like, "Hey, you know, we could always we could always open a food truck," and and I'm like, "I don't." it gets 115 here. Like I don't, that doesn't know. I doesn't make any anyway, but, um, but yeah, but, but you don't have to spend any money on heating the grill. <laughs> now you just throw it on the sidewalk and it takes right. care of itself. Yes. Yeah. Did, did you learn anything good? Well, so, a month ago, our HOA sent out a notice that said they were so. Our we have a we have a we have a clubhouse and a pool and some tennis courts, pickleball court. Yeah, we got a complex with, and you have a little key fob to get into any bit of the complex. You've got a you've got a complex. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 It's better than a compound. Yes, I see. It. Yeah. So we, we have these little fobs and we've had this fob since we bought the house and we've bought the house in what, 2017. So the uh, in May, they sent out this notice saying they were going to do a fob audit. I I think he replaced Kevin Sorbo on the last season of uh, <laughs> fob audit. Yeah, fob audit. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I, anyway. So they were going to <laughs> shut off everyone's fobs 
And in order to get them turned back on, you had to sign a new homeowner release statement, you know, waving that you can sue them if they whatever. Oh, my God. Bite me. And go ahead. And they also wanted pictures of of both of us. I don't whatever, I guess. So if somebody's walking through the security, people can look, I don't, whatever. Although my, it, my legal thought was I'm paying money to use the facility. If I don't sign your updated form and I can't use the facility, will you deduct I don't want to go there anyway. So they, they say, print out this form. Actually, they say these forms will be sent to you. The forms are never sent to us. Okay. So I finally go online six weeks later and say, Oh, so I go through all the documents, find the form. And then I think they say you can email them to the to the email them to the HOA address and we'll take care of it. Well, I've emailed the HOA address multiple times and it takes between a week and never for them to <laughs> ever get the email. <laughs> That's a pretty good range. Yeah. <laughs> between a week and never. Yeah. Uh-huh. Knowing that and knowing that we probably want this thing turned back on, I'm thinking, eh, I'm thinking I should just go to the clubhouse because we pay for a person from the HOA to sit there yeah. during business hours for reasons I still don't understand in case people have questions about the HOA. I don't know, whatever. Now, the instructions said they actually wanted you to go into the clubhouse and fill out the form in front of the person. And they would even take your photos there, but both of us have to sign it and Lisa's gone. If you can't do that, the secondary option was email. Okay. So I go over to the clubhouse and I go to drop this off because I want to hand it to somebody because I want I want them to see that. And as I'm walking up to the door, I realize there's a flaw in this plan that they said, which was we're going to turn off the fobs on this date. After that date, you need to come into the clubhouse. You need to fill out the form in person. Get your picture taken. We'll take care of it. And if need be, you can email it. And that is this. Every door to the clubhouse is locked 24-7. And you can only enter the clubhouse with your fob. Yes. Which is now turned off. So I walk up to the clubhouse try to get in and I can't. And I look at the desk where the person we pay to sit there all day is they're not at the desk. I don't know where they're at. It's not that big of a building. It's got like four rooms in it and there's no doorbell. So then I have to go back home and email them the form. And I'm thinking, all you have to do is simply come to the office and fill out the form that you can't get in. Anyway. Anyway, there's the form. They said they received it. So um, at some point I have to go back over, but <sighs> yeah, HOAs, just avoid them if you can. That's, I mean, I've learned that lesson before, but it's a lesson you keep learning. <laughs> How about you? what did you learn? So as I said, we went over to Peoria for the weekend, hung out with Lucas and Hannah and and his roommates in the house. And we went to dinner at a place called Cayenne, which is a, a Mexican restaurant at Mexican food. And across the street was the 33 bar, which is in 
the old Pabst Brewing Company building. Okay. And when, and this is, this is not the first time that we've eaten at this restaurant, but it's the first time that we've eaten at the restaurant where this 33 room bar has been open. So we, when we were done eating, we went across the street and had a drink at the 33 bar, which is in the tasting room of the old brewery. This brewery closed in 1981. Okay. At the time that it closed, it was the fourth largest brewery in the country (laughs) in Peoria, Illinois. And so they would, you could take a tour. And when you were done with the tour, you would end up in this tasting room. And so they have restored it. It is still, it looks, it, it's really cool. I took some pictures I can send to you and I can post, but it is really cool. They have all kinds of historic PBR cans. It's called, the other thing that I learned, so I've, I learned all of this, uh, including the reason it's called the 33 room is that there were 33 different brews mixed together to form Pabst Blue Ribbon. It's not one brew. It was 33 different ones that they all mixed together to get the taste that is PBR. And Z, one of Lucas's friends, says, oh, so it's the hot dog of beers. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, Z, it's the hot dog of beers. Learned all of that this weekend. Some really neat history in Peoria at the PBR factory that that has now been semi-restored to its former glory. I mean, it, it was something that I learned this week. <laughs> The music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to our award-winning podcast wherever you get your pods. Just search Talking in the number two. No Gino space. Uh, you can tweet us on Facebook. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. Uh, thanks to our listeners and our sponsors, Toddler 3187, the Taylor Center for Technology Policy, and their white paper on how to use your watch, uh, and DJ to go see your rally your five-star DJ in the Cedar Valley. Uh, Educated Idiots is supposed to be back this week. I am, I can't wait to listen to them try to remember how to do a podcast (laughs) since they've been on break for quite a while. With that, we will ask you to always, as always, send your feedback. Send it to feedback at talkingtotodd.com. Todd? According to the New York Times from January 1st, 1982, that plant opened in 1934 and employed more than 700 people. The company brewed 10.74 million barrels of beer in the first three quarters through September 30th and posted a net loss of $2.5 million during the same period. My thought is what they're not telling you is, and I saw, I saw according to this, they're like, of course we've got, we've got PBR on tap. 
my assumption is the reason why you open up an old brewery is are those are those vats still from 1981? Yeah. Is there, is there still beer in them? Well, it's kind of beer. You know, if we just hook up a pump, <laughs> there's no way we can serve beer from 1981. People are going to notice. It is PBR. Man. Good point. Let's put out a lot of salty peanuts. We should be fine. <laughs> they did get the blessing from the PBR people to be able to do this and use the old logos and everything in it. The only requirement is that they always, in perpetuity, have to have PBR on tap in the bar. And it, it's kind of a high-end cocktail bar now, and they make all these unique drinks and some mixologists behind the bar and this kind of stuff, but they've got PBR on tap. <laughs> You're right. I don't know where they're getting it. <laughs> Next door is the 34 room where we use the really old beer. 34. I thought it was 33. Are there mold in these tanks? It's 34. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, maybe we'll have stuff to clean up next week. Maybe it'll be beer. I don't know. Anyway, we'll be back. We're here. We're talking to Todd. Apparently in the 50s, Pabst used a slogan, what'll you have? That's a that's a bad slogan. Eh? Anything but Pabst. <laughs> oh, <damn>. No, <laughs> you asked. Kevin, come up with a better slogan. <laughs>